Hi, Frankie Pace here, and welcome to the Inner Mind. <laughs> I know it's stupid, but uh, I like doing stupid things, you know, <clears throat> like walking around with a toupee and then just letting the wind blow it off my head and scaring old ladies. <laughs> well, as you know, I'm living in the land of sunshine, Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, more like Monsoon, Nevada. It's been raining for the last week, a week and a half, actually, and it's cold. I mean, uh, temperature's down to 53 degrees this morning. Yesterday, it was 42, and the day before, it was 37. This is April now, you know? Should be like about 80, 90 degrees. What I think is happening is that there's snow in the mountains, right? And you got the west winds blowing in from San Francisco and the ocean. And it goes over these mountains, which has snow. And snow is cold. So now you got warm air. It's going to cool down. And that's what's blowing into Nevada. Hey, I should be a weatherman. <laughs> these guys don't. What do they do? Look out the window. Uh, it's raining. I got people coming up to me and they're asking me, uh, how do you like living in Las Vegas? Well, you know, it's not bad. It's pretty cool. I don't live by the Strip because all the maniacs are down there driving those cars. I I was down there a few times. Whew, man. And, you know, you, ha you have like 16 dispensaries where you can buy weed everywhere. And, you know... I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if some of them are getting in the cars and I think I could drive. <laughs> Did I just hit somebody? You know, you, you could be. You never know. I live up in the hills, which is nice, up in beautiful Summerlin, which is like um, similar to Henderson. People here are very nice. There's a conglomeration of uh, all kinds of people here. All different creeds, all different religions, all different races, colors. And people are nice. They're just nice until they get behind the wheel of their cars. And then the horns pop out. <laughs> Getting in the car is uh, something else. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I can't find a good Italian place around here. You know, a bakery, like a good bakery with bread. Maybe it's the water. Because uh, I'm making my own bread. I can't take it, you know. I miss the Italian stores in New York. Mmm, the smell of that bread. Oh, God. God, I'm getting hungry right now, you know. One of my favorite sandwich places is Jersey Mike's. They have them all over. They got them out here now, too. And uh, I just, oh, my God. Copy coal, ham, cheese, and lettuce, tomato, and uh, oil and vinegar, and uh, on a nice loaf. Oof. Another food I like is sushi. Oh, my God, I love sushi. And uh, a lot of these places out here, though, they're really cutting back. The, the slices are getting thinner, you know. But I found one place, and it's called Oja. I mean, hachi is pretty good, but it's very expensive. But Oja suits me fine. They got good slices. I have the hirashi. Uh, it's uh, all different types of fishes on rice in a bowl. And uh, I have my green tea. And I'm in heaven, man. I'm really in heaven. When I was in Japan, I had sushi there. I was in Osaka. And uh, it's expensive, you know. Sushi in Japan is what I call an expensive trip 
to the toilet. <laughs> uh, there's uh, $35, you know. Sometimes I make my own sushi. I go down to 168 Market. Uh, I think it's off of Jones. I don't know. I don't remember. But uh, I go down there and I buy my kani. You can get enough kani to last a month for like 10 bucks. Here you got to pay five ninety five a roll, you know. So I make it myself. My daughter gave me a, a, a sushi machine. So you open this up, you put your rice in, you put your fish in there and your, your wasabi and whatever the hell you want to put in there. And then you close it, the cylinder, you cap one end and you slowly push this driver in until it stops. You open it up and it's got a nice roll and you put it onto your uh, seaweed paper. You gotta wet the end though, make sure so when you roll it all the way, it closes. And then you need a real sharp knife that's gotta be really cleaned all the time after every cut. But uh, I do that sometimes. This place was called Timo uh, in Osaka. Very good, very delicious. And uh, you know what's weird? I wanted to tip the waiter. And uh, they said no. They don't like being tipped. <laughs> no. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I said to the guy, he says, he doesn't want a tip. I want to give him $10. He says, no, they, 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 uh, they feel it's insulting. You give me a tip, you insult me. Oh, me no like that. Well, I told the guy, he says, uh, what if I give him $100? Tell him I'll give him $100. And uh, all of a sudden, the chef looks at me, got a little smile on his face. I'm going, yeah, right. Yeah, money talks, don't it? Yeah. Amazingly, I offered it to him, but he wouldn't take it. He's a really good chef. I mean, uh, this guy, the way he prepares stuff, and it's a really, it's an art. He he's so good. I mean, I went to the bathroom in the back, and I walked through the kitchen by mistake. I you know they were cutting up a whale. That's how good they are, man. Sushi. I was at uh, Albertsons Supermarket. <clears throat> Where I live, it's nice. Like I could walk almost anywhere. I could walk to my dentist. <laughs> uh, my dentist is right around the corner. I got a sushi uh, bar over there. Uh, hibachi. Uh, Italian restaurant, which is okay. A little expensive, but okay. I got a dim sum place. Uh, and I got Oja. I love Oja. Sushi. Oja. Sushi. And uh, it's a pretty interesting town. And I saw a guy at one, you know, in uh, Albertson. You're not going to believe it, but uh, <laughs> uh, I was walking through the aisles, made a left turn. And I walk right into this guy, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg is an actor. I think he, I heard he moved from uh, uh, L.A. to uh, where I live over here. And he had all these boxes of uh, hamburgers. So I looked at him. I said, hey, Mark, you going to eat all those? He just smiled, you know. He didn't say nothing. He just, but uh, within minutes, there were like hundreds of people around with cameras and taking pictures. And I took a few shots myself, you know. The interesting thing was I saw a guy that reminded me of my old neighborhood chum. His name was Rodney. He had blonde hair. He was a good-looking kid. And I was a good-looking kid, I got to say. You know, I had darker hair and more muscular, and he wasn't as muscular. but And we hung out together, and uh, our life was spent uh, 
meeting girls and uh, trying to get laid. <laughs> yeah, we did all kinds of crazy shit. We actually went into his father's uh, cabin cruiser. It wasn't that big, but it was big enough to put a couple of girls in there. And we went out into Pelham Bay, and, uh, you know, we were doing our thing. And when we finished, uh, he was a little drunk. He was sailing the ship, and she was, like, hanging all over him. And uh, the other girl was sitting in the back, still finishing off a a hamburger I made for her. And uh, I decided to change into my clothes and went into the bathroom. I was just putting on my pants. I didn't have any underwear, so I just put the pants on. All of a sudden, I hear the the boat starts rocking like crazy. We're shifting back and forth. And he's screaming, we're going to sink, we're going to sink. I freaked out. The door was locked. And (laughs) I smashed the door open. uh, And I jumped off the deck into the water. And I find myself on a sandbar standing in two feet of water. In the middle of the bay, the girls are laughing. Rodney's going, what are you doing, man? What are you, crazy? I says, I, I thought the ship was sinking. Yeah, we hit a sandbar. And uh, people, can you imagine people skiing by, doing a double take? <laughs> I get back on a boat, and now they hear it. I think he bent the shaft, the propeller shaft, and we made our way back to the dock. And uh, I don't know what happened with his father, but uh, I, I think he got away with it. You know, he was always a smoothie, you know, when it came to talking. Yeah, we lived in Pelham Bay in the Bronx. Um, beautiful area. Had a big park there. We had uh, Pelham Bay itself where Rodney kept his uh, father's boat. We had uh, cabs to take us anywhere we wanted to go. We had buses to take us to Orchard Beach or to take us up to Fordham Road. Fordham Road was notorious for shopping. Uh, On Saturday, thousands and thousands of kids would be up there and, you know, buying new clothes that they can wear when they go dancing and stuff. And uh, me and Rodney, we we would frequent the uh, Paradise Theater. We didn't give a shit what was playing. We went there to pick up girls, and uh, every Saturday there would be at least 20, 30 girls sitting out there waiting for guys to come over and move them, and that's what we did. And one time there was like a whole row. They were all sitting in a long row, and all the guys were out in the hallway getting candy and stuff, and uh, Rodney came out and goes, come on, there's about 25 or 30 of them, let's go. So we all run in there. We get behind the girls, start picking our girls, and we go upstairs in the balcony. That's where we all went to go to make out. And you could hear all kinds of slaps in the face. I'm not that kind of girl. Who do you think you are? And the only two guys that made out were me and Rodney. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what we did, but it was fun. Fun, fun, fun. Rodney was notorious for going to the uh, Kennedy home. The Kennedy home was an orphanage for girls. Uh, mostly Puerto Rican girls were there. And he would con them. He'd get a six-pack of beer that he stole from his father's refrigerator. (laughs) And we'd be in the woods with them. And we'd be drinking beer. And before you know it, we were doing more than drinking beer. And uh, I'm surprised we never got anybody pregnant. That was amazing. Just amazing. What a... What a... (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm laughing when I keep thinking about that. We were drinking beer at 14 and smoking cigarettes. A couple of years later, uh, we bought a, uh, well, Rodney did. I helped him uh, fix it up. He bought a lap streak, a 17-foot lap streak, uh, and a 35 Evan Root. And you know, an outboard, 35 Evan Root outboard. And we would, you know, we fixed it up. We painted it. We we shellacked it, made the boat look beautiful with that brown wood and the white lap streak. And uh, it was just gorgeous. And we put a big container in the back and loaded it up with ice and beer. I put a cover over it. We would ride to Orchard Beach, go to Section 13 where the girls would be hanging out by the jetty. I'd go, hey, girls, how you doing? Anybody want to go for a ride? And they would turn their heads like, you know, this is a small boat. You can't impress me. Until I opened up the uh, the case and they saw the beer. And we got two of them jumped in the boat and took them over to uh, Glen Cove Island. And that's where we would go and uh, have a beer and have a party. Uh, one time we picked up these two girls. And this one I had, she had big boobs. Oh, my God. I, I I didn't know what to do with her, you know. But uh, we, were in there, we were in there in the woods, and I don't know what the hell happened. We got attacked by bees, right? Now she's got no top on. It's just the bottom. And we're running into the water. We jump into the mud. I'm throwing mud all over her. She's throwing, you know, she's throwing the mud away. Go, no, 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 the bees won't go after the mud. No, no. She started screaming at me, slapping me. And <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> that was the weirdest one. That was the craziest. On Friday nights, we would go to the dance at St. Helens. That was up in uh, Castle Hill somewhere. And uh, we picked up two Puerto Rican girls, you know. <laughs> they were hot looking, you know, and I'm trying to grind whatever. And a priest comes over and he <laughs> puts his hand between us and he goes, leave a little room for the Holy Ghost. <laughs> anyway... <clears throat> We uh we took the bus with the girls. They were living uh, down around Jesus. Uh, I forget the area, but it was further down, like a hundred and seventeenth Street, a hundred eighteenth Street, I think it was. Anyway, he called them up and made an appointment to come up to Pelham Bay, and we met him together. We went into his apartment when his mother and father were working during the day, and we had the girls in there. And I'm thinking, my God, this this kid's got balls. I could never do that. I would be a, I would be shitting in my pants, you know. And especially with my mom. My mom was like, uh, and when I came home late at night, she would pull my pants down and smell me for sex to see if I go, Mom, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, make sure you don't make up with the woman. That's not a nice. You'll be a good boy. I said, okay, Mom, you know, okay. But uh, that was my life, you know. And Rodney went into the service later on, and I never saw him again. I guess it was about three years later or something. I got a a, a letter from him. Uh, he was in Vietnam, and he married this Vietnamese girl, and he was coming home. And I went to visit him, him and the, the new girl, the new wife, and he looked like he was stoned most of the time. And I couldn't really correlate what was going on. And, and uh, we never saw each other again. Then I did see him one more time. He was on a train in Queens because I had to take the, I had to take uh, 
the trains from Queens is I would park my car there to work in the city. It was fast. It was the fastest way. And uh, I saw him on a train, and I said, wow, he looks so bad. And he he saw me, he smiled a little bit, but he never got up to come over, and I never went over to him. It's kind of sad, but we had such a great childhood. I've got so many stories uh, with Rodney. I'm thinking of writing a book, My Life with Rodney. What do you think? Huh? I got so many stories, so many crazy things we did. And uh, so listen, uh, this is the end of my podcast for today. If you want to know more about me, Frankie Pace, go to my website, <clears throat> frankiepacecomic.com. I've got these podcasts on there. I've got some video up there, one with Joan Rivers, one at the Mohegan Sun Arena, one at Fishkill I did with uh, 330-somethings. That was a funny show. A little dirty, but funny. And uh, I've got another one, I believe, I did at a, uh, a resort called Woodlock Pines up in Pennsylvania. So, you know, you might like them. And uh, I hope you like this podcast. Tell your friends, okay? Frankie Pace, The Inner Mind. Have a great day.